Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Well, it's Christmas time, pretty baby, and the snow is falling on the ground. Christmas, Christmas. Well, it's Christmas time, pretty baby, and the snow. Welcome to the garage, you tools, for the next two hours or thereabouts. We're going to do our best to keep you informed and entertained, have a few laughs along the way, bringing you the best, the worst, and the road dog. What up? Hey, I'm David Whitehack. Right. And you can hear them there. That was Chris, and that's Rotor, and they're here. And it's Christmas time, pretty baby, and the pretty. snow is falling on the ground. Well, it should be. <laughs> it should be. It do will. you guys have a white Christmas this year? No. I do. No, you oh, live really? in Minnesota. Do you ever not have a white Christmas? Yeah. Uh, a couple of years ago, it rained. Oh, really? You know that is. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. All right, so listen. Before we get into the 2021 extravaganza, mm-hmm. we do got to say a few things, and one of that is to thank the sponsors of this show, which, as you loyal listeners know, Consist of Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. You gotta come on, Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. It's what you do. And Six Squared Studios, those Canadian wonderful people for all your basing and MDF needs and 3D printing. I bet you they're having a white Christmas. I bet you. And if they're not, they're sorry about it. They're in Canada. They're in Canada. They are. Sorry about that. I love my Canadian friends. Canada's awesome. Uh, And then, of course, last but certainly not least, Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois, because there's always something happening at Grognard's. Mm -hmm. See, I got the bell. This Got it. First time. The bell. Uh, And also, let's not forget our Patreon patrons, those people who actually <laughs> pay money for a free show because they love it that much, which is insanity, and I love them for it. And that includes the associate producers, Christopher Sanders, Big Jake, and Jake C. The executive producers, Colin Miller, Tyler McDonald, and Scott Milne, and our newest patron, Lore. L-O-R. I love it. Lore. Lore can be out. Fantastic. Wasn't that Data's brother in Star Trek Next Generation? You would know that better than I would because you've seen the episodes more than I have. That you're probably right. right. Uh, I all I know is there are four lights. You guys are older than me. You should know. I should should have been like required watching for you. uh, Yeah, that's true. If it happened in the '90s, I didn't see it. So sorry. (laughs) (laughs) He was in a he was in a drug Drug and alcohol haze. I was underwater, so sorry about that. Oh, Literally. that's right. This the the navy, the navy guy, the military oh, were you man. You like here. a frog man or something? Uh, submarine. Oh, literally a submarine yeah. man. And you know what? Literally underwater. Cool. Yeah, and respect for that because I I would go. I couldn't do that. I could not do that. Oh, <laughs> I'd be terrified every minute of every day. They'd be like, "White Tech, where are you?" I'd be like, "Not here. I checked out." We were too tired to be I think- scared. David's gone. This is Torrance. They just be like, <laughs> <laughs> they kept the oxygen low, so we were okay. Oh my god! 
If being stuck at home during quarantine has shown one thing, it's that I could never be stuck in a submarine for. And how long were you deployed? Like three months underwater? Get out of here! That's no, crazy. we did we, we did two six month underways, one three month <laughs> underway. Oh my god, six yeah. months! In... Six months away from port. Yeah, not un, not we were oh underwater god. the whole time. But you were in that submarine for six yeah. months. Well, we were underway for six months, so we left. Six months later, we came back, but we went places. I've, oh god! I know. I you feel can't... like you needed to give us a trigger warning before you talked about this. <laughs> you really like? <laughs> I'm screwed up right now, dude. I yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Good gravy. The longest, the longest I was actually underway was uh, was over. It was over two months, like actually underway, like in between ports. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was rough. We ran out of food. It was terrible. Oh my! <laughs> That's a real Hunger Games stitch they got going on there. <laughs> Battle Royale at the end. <laughs> real squiddo. All right. <laughs> What's good? What's popping? Uh, what are we well, doing? Yeah. Well. Okay. One last thing, and then we're gonna we're gonna roll into the break because this is how we do. Um, thank you to the Patreon patrons. Thank you to the sponsors, and thank you to the people who are considering calling and leaving a voicemail if you wanted to call and leave a voicemail which i haven't had one recently and that's totally fine i gets it one seven five seven gh show six that's one seven five seven gh show six you can call you can leave a message i'll hear it i'll play it on the air it'll be cool as long as it's not inappropriate for the air it will be on the air and you could be a part of the show that's what happens um yeah and i think that is it i think that's everything Thank you to the patrons. Thank you for the voicemails. Um, oh, before we do go, one last thing. Um, I, I, I've, the, the entries are all oh, in yeah. for the contest, for the Six Squared Studios uh, contest. Um, so I've gotten all the entries. That is done. I have sent them to Chris, and I have sent them to Kevin. And um, next episode, we're going to discuss the entries. 13 entries. Ranging from three sentences to a page and a half several, to two pages, single spaced, yeah. 12 font. Some people wrote full on stories of their life in the mortal realms that they would choose to have. Um, Just bacon pies, or what are they? Uh, some of them stuff. have really Maybe. exciting lives, although there's one yeah. guy, and I'm not going to ruin it, but there's one guy who just like wants to work in one of the big libraries, and I and I have thoughts on that um, <laughs> because nobody just sits around reading old arcane tomes for a long time and doesn't turn evil, but we'll talk about that next episode <laughs> because I have thoughts, and there's some really cool entries, so I'm very excited. Thank you to Everyone who entered the contest, we will be announcing winners with Kevin next episode. Thank you. And um, thanks to everyone else. Listen, folks, going to take our first break so we don't have to take too many. Here's the plan. Break one. After break one, toolbox. After break two, stuff we'd have liked to have seen different. After break three, best of 2021. We will be right back.
That's right, folks. Chaos Org Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chess X Dice and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted board and miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Org Superstore, what you see is what you get. And we're back. We are oh. back. It's been just a commercial short break for you, but for us, it's been a discussion of depressing Christmas songs and wonderful Christmas songs. See, now you're going to sit right Mood is up, bro. I'm right. Oh, goodness. Okay, so um, let's talk toolbox, guys. We've been hobbying. Things have been happening. Who's been doing some hobbying? Uh, me. Go for it. Surprise, surprise. So I've been painting Stormcast. Mm. And I was getting, I painted a new thousand points based on the core set from Dominion. Yes. With the sort of maybe hope that maybe I'd use that in like a team tournament sort of environment, maybe. Team tournament uh, at Adepticon because we're getting like our that. team together. Yeah. yeah. It's got a so sweet painted, mix. Yeah, so I painted all those Vindictors. I painted a char- couple characters from there. And I painted these new Prosecutors. Prosecutors. Oh, that's yeah, what you we were... might have to we might have to list doctor your list, buddy. Prosecutors, what are yeah. you doing here? They're cool. <laughs> oh. They're cool. I mean, they look great. I've no doubt there. They're actually handy. But we might want to look under the hood a little itty bitty they're, bit. They're actually handy. They're hundred. They're cheap. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I did play a game with my two thousand point list over the weekend, uh, and I got my how many prosecutors. I had, I, had the, I had three of them with the javelins. Um, One three pack. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's you know take objectives that kind of thing, but that wasn't really what I, I mean. They didn't really affect the outcome of the oh, game. Was, no, was they more, didn't do anything. I'm shocked. They, they did actually. They got an objective. They took a couple, couple wounds off the mock rusher, but uh, oh, oh. yeah, I played against the Iron Jaws and just got freaking mock crushered again. My, oh God. Bro, Iron Jaws are so nasty. Was he running Blood Tooth or what? Uh, Iron Suns. Remember? Iron Suns. Iron Suns. Okay. Right. So the idea was. I like was Blood Tooth. Yeah. He had the Maw Crusher. He had the Nine Pigs. He had the two Channers, the Shaman, and then like t- two units of 10 boys and another unit of five boys. Yeah. Standard stuff. And just, I did everything I could to kill that Maw Crusher. Like my Annihilators drop in seven inches away. Roll two fives in a row. Don't charge him. <laughs> it was just a disaster from turn one on. It was just bad. Mm. Then I got double turned two into three, which is the absolute worst time to get double turned by a mock rusher. Eh. Yeah. I was cutting more shooty than combat. So, yeah, it didn't, it didn't, it was fun. It just didn't go well. Yeah. Is Stormcast the shooty army? Is that what they, I mean, is. They can be. Yeah. 
I, at this point, I don't build a list that don't have uh, six of the long strikes. I think mm-hmm. that they're so... Now, in the last edition, I did a lot of, like, shoot cast where it would be, like, full shooting, and I'd have Lord Aqualor who was teleporting shooters around the board. Sure. Because that's no longer in the list, you can't really do that. So I just have that fire base of six, but that's enough. They are still, like, that's that's kind of all you need. They can eliminate pretty, a unit yeah, I, turn. Yeah, I had three of those guys. That's all I had painted. Then I had five of the Judicators, and then five of the Judicators with the crossbows. Ooh. So they're, they're, they're cool now. The new rules for the, the, the storm bows, the, the, um, the storm bolt bows. The crossbows? Are, the, Could, no, the, uh, the bows. I, the skybolt bows are sweet. Oh, uh, okay. It's a lot I've of got, shots. Get those sixes for those moral wounds. They're cool. Yeah, yeah. I take your word for it. They're cool, buddy. They're cool. I can't believe I haven't played Stormcast in a couple of years. So, and now, of course, now they got all the coolest cool stuff. Hey, do do, do, the dragon? Has anyone built the dragon? Does it have that little weird gap that I keep seeing on the internet? Like, like, oh, there's a problem with the thing, and there's a gap on the leg. Anybody? I've not built one. Okay, I've not built one. I've not built one either. Well, then nobody knows. So that's a pointless question. So let's move along. So that's, you, that's been your, you've been playing, you played a game and you built that stuff. Yeah, I built a thousand points. And nice. Painted and painted it with mm-hmm. your, with, with, <laughs> with Abaddon black paint as your primer. Absolutely. I am going to, I am going to, I, 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 okay, here's the deal. Next time you build stuff to paint, <laughs> yeah. I will prime it for you. How's that sound? I will, I will buy black primer. I will prime it for you because this hurts my heart. It makes me frightened for your paint. But the thing is, you've got like 15 year old models that you paint this way and like yeah. the paint never rubs off. I guess. No. You're Works fine. You're the exception of the rule. You were you were the you were the 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 non-primer savant because everyone else is like I mean I you have no idea how many emails I got about that and I and I don't seriously mean to, oh my god people are angry wow. about it. it feels like an insane dumpster fire approach I don't get it like you're painting <laughs> like, on paint bro like, that's not primer what are you doing how is his models not how does he have not like bare things rubbed onto every I'm like dude I've played with him the models are painted I just it's here's, here's my take though. <laughs> like I'm not cranking out anything, and Chris is, so I'm gonna be quiet. Like <laughs> it's working. Whatever it is, it's working. Yeah. You know. So, kudos, man. I don't uh, use primer on nothing. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. Hey, if it works, it works. I'm just. I. It's. 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 <laughs> it's the. It's the. It's the craziest thing. Uh, Rotor. I know you've got hobby. I yeah. know you've got hobby going. Mm, you know what's crazy is How's, I what's was his name going? real hype for hobby um, coming off of uh, I think a weekend that we ended up playing. It's died down some, and I think I'm starting to okay. So I've got Warhammer Plus, and there's uh, an episode of the um, who's the gal on there who does the painting, Louise. Louise, yes. you yeah, know yeah. who I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she does a episode on. Um, painting gold and does a storm cast. And so I had like the way that I used to do it and I'm transitioning and trying out her methodology just because I've got so many storm casts. It's like, well, whatever, like 
They can be more orangey instead of brown. It's cool. We'll try something. And they do look a little more heroic. But, um, like, I'm I'm slower as a result because this doesn't feel exactly natural, her approach. And I've got Bastion Carthalos on my table. And I did one of those things where every piece is unassembled because I wanted to airbrush his, like, yeah, Chris is holding Chris, up the model right Chris now. Chris is holding up his. His is still <laughs> in the shrink wrap. There you go. <laughs> so let's see if I can hold up a thing. I Like, I don't know if you can see this all that well. Um, but he's got like, you know how Darth Vader's got the like butt cape and then he's got a real cape as well. Yes. Bastion Carthalos has the same. So there's a waist cape and then a, you know, a a cape cape and, um, so I wanted to like airbrush that because it's white and it's like hard to get into. So I left the, the legs off so that I could get the butt cape going. And when I dry fit it at the beginning, the legs like I could fit them in there. So I, I had a plan on how to slide them in and glue them. Now that they've got several layers of paint on every piece, I tried dry fitting again and they don't fit. And I'm like, Oh God, what do I do? So I kind of set everything down and I walked away and it's been about three weeks since I walked away from it. All right. So. Uh, now you're, you usually don't paint the whole thing in sub assemblies and put it together. I've done that once or twice. No, Here's no, not at this level. No. Here's what I had to do. I literally had to go back and try to dry fit it and find those parts that are going to connect and go back with a light, either a light sandpaper or, or a file oh, and scrape that oh, paint God. off there. You're going to have to scrape the, any paint off of there and to, to, to scrape that paint off to get it to, to go together. That is, that's actually the hardest part of painting and sub-assemblies is either that or you got to paint, paint tape the part, like dry fit it and yeah, paint I mean, tape that is- part. This is something that we don't really talk about, but like you have to paint in sub assemblies these days if you're trying to do like, you know, semi higher work, I guess. I don't know. But um, it, the the reassembly after the sub assembly deal, uh, the the pieces get thicker. Paint well, adds up. And especially like I'm doing a lot of washes and a lot of um, glazes with like the um, the. Um, the contrast, contrast yep. you know, and, and, and medium and blah, 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 blah. And, and they just, they don't fit. And I, I didn't foresee this as an issue going into the project. And so I don't really have like an escape hatch here. And so I've kind of panicked and I've just abandoned ship and, uh, you know, keep working these metaphors in guys. It's, it's what we're doing. The, 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 it's, they make them that they fit so perfectly and it is it is so well engineered engineering dude. that even yeah. a thin layer of prime or black paint followed by paint. regular paint is thick enough where that's gonna jam up and well, they don't want to they don't want to go to it's like oh you gotta scrape that off now well and and even further so i I prime them, Chris, with primer. So <laughs> I like airbrushed on black primer, right? Because uh, it's like too cold here to prime outside now. But um, when you paint uh, relict or gold over or retributor gold over black, you have to do like three or four thinner coats to get like clean coverage. Otherwise, it's all gloopy and gloppy. And so. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's like five or six layers of just base paint just to get a solid clean coat before I started washing with the oranges and, and the 
browns and whatnot. So, so where the hip and they're not even meets, done. They're so not the, even done. I just started like dry fitting for you know like hey, is, are we still cool? And we are not cool. And that's what's up. So, what do you do? But I keep buying stuff. So, like, I'm not I'm not helping myself right now. Well, I mean that that happens. It's hard not to buy stuff. It really is. I've just been buying books, especially this time of year. <laughs> yep. But uh, oh, I've actually. Um, so what what have you been doing? Or is, is that all? Is that the extent of your hobby? Have you been Have you been playing? Anything? Uh, that's the extent of the hobby. I've been playing some games. Um, what have you played? Been playing? Uh, like uh, played a two thousand point with the Stormcast. I brought so. Um, when Chris or uh, Dave, when you and I played over that weekend, you know, right. um, I took that list and then I went to the um, the the doubles tournament that uh, <clears throat> Herner runs, and that was a very Dominion heavy build that I played. But I like introduced this uh, chariot and whatnot, and I built. I took that list and I moved it up to two thousand. And dude, like. I, I'm still not running the dragons yet, but this list is bonkers. Like, Stormcast are bonkers right now. Really? They're really like, they're, yeah, I, they're fun. So, what do so, you I, I mean? I'm running the gold guys. Okay. And, and so I can take Fulminators as core. Yeah. And so I had, uh, like, my goal here is to have two units of Fulminators, just like two two packs as core. Or battle line, and then one ten pack of the uh, Vindictors to hold um, terrain. You know, hold an objective. Um, no lips. That chariot, it's gross, dude. They're so effective. That now. chariot is fantastic. It's a cool looking model, so and it just it gets the job done. Hundred percent. Yeah, and it's really cheap. It's like what one thirty, one thirty five, somewhere in there. That's um, and that's and ridiculous. it delivers the goods. The, the only drawback is it's not considered an elite. It doesn't have the elite keyword, so it can't reroll charges on its own. You have to babysit it with a character. Um, it's really fun, to, though, to drop in, even at nine inches. Um, if you can be by the, the dude with the flag and get a charge reroll or whatever, um, or if you, if you leverage the Lord Imperitant and drop in at seven inches with a chariot, but I like dropping in the fulminators at seven inches. That's yeah. what's real bomb, you know. Yeah, the, I I tried it with the annihilators with the the double-handed hammers, but unfortunately, my poor rolling didn't get to see them actually swing one of those double-handed hammers. Sorry. Those dudes are on my Christmas list for oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, they're. I mean, I I did so much math theory hammer before that game, like started. Like these guys are going to do so good. They're going to feel great. Eighty-six percent chance to get that seven-inch rerollable charge in. They just didn't do it. <laughs> oh my god! It was so bad. <laughs> That's yeah. That happens. You know, sometimes you just can't roll to save your life. I remember I was playing at that weekend. Then we were playing, and I was playing against uh, my night haunt against Stormcast, and Stormcast were dying and rolling up all their numbers. And no sixes, like not the lightning took them all up, and my 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 night haunt watched it and waved, and the lightning went, and it, it caused a nice 
nice soft rustle uh, through their through their capes, and then they just moved along and killed other stuff. It was sometimes yeah. you can't roll a thing to save your life. Um, my personal, if I go through all the like all the different games I've played that I remember, it was uh, one of the Blood in the Sun when I played against Nebraska, and it was his big block of vampire knights against my giant fifty block of Graveguard. And they had that killing blow on sixes. And sixes to wound was killing blow. And I'm like, I got 50 guys. All I got to do is get a killing blow on one or two of these vampires, uh, characters on horses. And I switched two, two, you know, four times we fought over two battle rounds. And I, my 50 guys, and I got one killing blow in uh, out of out of hundreds of attacks. It was Sometimes that's, you can't roll a six. Ridiculously poor rolling. It's, Do you guys remember units of fifty dudes? That was that is so yeah. bonkers and foreign to me now. Like for the most part with Stormcast, you got five guys in a unit. That's kind of where we max. You know, like you or can 10. run ten. That's yeah. fine. But well, see, but like Skaven, ten is Skaven like Skaven Army had well over two hundred models in it. Oh, yeah. I mean, if we're talking back in fantasy, I had I had yeah. a you know. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But even now, I mean, I was playing at the at the last Wapaka that happened. I was running what two or three packs of forty uh, forty chain rasps. I had two or three of them. Like, as you could just, you were allowed to just go. In fact, you got remember remember last year when you would take yeah they got cheap when you would yeah they, they if you took more they got cheaper oh, yeah, they got so cheaper, you would want yeah. to yeah, take there was the a max discount on that like. On that third or fourth 30. I think it was the reinforcement 30, yes, or whatever. Yeah, it was it was crazy. It was cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Now I take twenty. Like I've got hundred and twenty chain wraps. I'll never use them. I think I might sell some of them. Just because it's like I have no use for hundred and twenty chain wraps. But that's what well, happens. Well, you know, they might change the game up again. I wouldn't I wouldn't be so quick to, to sell. Uh, you know, I, that's just I can't help myself. Ah, uh, so your what game you, went, Dave? What have you been up to? Um, so I ha- I started painting the Realm Lords. I got mm. al- almost three painted. Um, three different schemes. I found the traditional high elf scheme, blue with white. Um, and that was mm-hmm. working okay. And I didn't do all the armor. I just want because the armor is going to be silver. Because that like this is Harrison's army. He doesn't like to paint. I would like to. I would like to. And I would like to paint this army. So I did one with the blue and white. I did one with the blue and tan, which is basically the uh, a darker blue, but then it's uh, it's one of the contrast paints, and you just contrast in the whole cape, and then uh, a, a dry brush, a little lighter white on it, just to kind of even it out. That was yeah. super fast and didn't look too bad. It didn't look as even and beautiful as in the in the in the book. But you know, when even in the book, even in the step by step, it's like here's step one, here's step two, and step three looks what, like um, fifty steps later. <laughs> what what blue were you using as contrast? Do you remember? Uh, I didn't use any of the contrast blues. I was using regular blue. Oh, yes, that was paint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I went with the Hoeth blue I, and the Teclas blue, just the traditional blues. Like I paint. For like my capes or whatever with Stormcast, I paint them like Cantor blue, and then I I use the um, the contrast for the wash instead of like the old school washes, and so I'll use the um, I think it's called Talisar blue, and so yeah. I'll do like a 50-50 mix with Lamian, and I put that over the uh, the cape, and it like 
it adds so much depth to it, even though, but like, because I did paint first, it's a really even coat, you know? Nice. Good. Um, yeah. Now, the third one I did was, and these, I, mean, I just took them all out of the, because I actually went and dug out my uh, heraldry and, and color schemes of the high elves. They, they put out those books. Yeah. And I dug out the high elf one and I looked at those drawings. And I'm like, wow, this is like, <laughs> okay, wow. Um, but then and I was flipping the- through the new Realm Lords book and. Wait, wow, wow, good or wow, not so good? It's just, the, it's, it's those 80s body shapes where every, like every, everyone's, even the elves are kind of weird and stocky. Like it's, it's that 80s, not quite proportioned like you'd expect them to look now drawings. Where right. and everyone's kind of right on top of each other. There's you don't have that separation and depth. Um, but I went through that, and then there's a couple in the book, and I found one in the Stormcast book where it's just it's blue on blue. So they're wearing they've got a darker blue, uh, like the the pants cape or the the skirt portion, uh, and then a lighter blue it, uh, on the little little parts that are hanging around. So I, mm-hmm. I, I did those, and Harrison took a look at all of them, and he's like, I think I like the blue on blue. I was certain he was going to go with the traditional blue and white because that's his high elves. That's what they've always been. But he says he likes the blue on blue, and the blue on blue is that Talar Tharn contrast. The, like the dark oh, blue yeah. is the contrast blue. Ta- Talisar blue, yeah. And that actually Talisar looks – Is it straight out the pot, or is it over a paint? Uh no it was it's that when I was looking at how they did it it was just straight on top of the primer the wraith was, boner it, uh I think it was uh yeah I think they said wraith boner it's wraith bone ain't it yeah and I think like I primed the them all stuff. I think I primed them all gracier so it didn't look exactly yeah. the same that was part of the difference but uh, it was that with a little mix of uh, medium and just kind of going on and then I might even do a second coat but I think that's the color scheme we're going with is dark blue on light blue with just straight up all silver armor and a a couple of gold highlights but it's going to be mostly just pretty simple scheme which i was excited about but what i was really excited about is my other bit of hobby when this is i'll be done after this i packed up (laughs) and took all of my cruel boys to my father-in-law's house now it's too cold to prime with spray cans outside here, too. My mm-hmm. father-in-law's mm-hmm. garage, he works in his garage a lot. He has an old-school, just big-ass, like a furnace heater. Like, it's just sitting there on the floor, and you turn it on, you can see the fire in it. And he turns that thing on, mm-hmm. and within, like, 20 minutes, the whole garage is, like, 80 degrees. Uh, it was wow. just warm and ready for priming. So I just took the stuff, and I just opened up the garage door, like the walk-in door and just kind of stood there in the doorway where it was nice and warm, everything, and sprayed it. So the spray went out, out onto the patio because he didn't give a crap. Um, no, he's, he's like, if you get a film on the patio, I'm just going to hose it down anyway. I don't care. That's what he does. Uh, about a can and a half of Gracier later, Jeez. I got uh, all of it. <laughs> like, we're talking, okay, but that's 50 of the Cruel Boys, uh, 30 Hob... Wow. Yeah, 30 Hobgrats. Um, the characters that came in the Dominion and Excelsior set that Games Workshop was kind enough to send to me. Plus, I bought the the Swamp guy. I bought the Troll guy. I got a I got a Vulture. So I got uh, I got the Ooh. I got the Dobby walking thing. Like I got a little bit of everything. There's nothing I don't have you at this point. Baby. Yeah, yeah, the only thing I don't have is a second Vulture, and um, I, that's leading to my other thing. But it's all 
all of it's primed. So it's ready. It's ready to party. And, you got a game in mind? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Well, there's one of two things. One other thing, Games Workshop sent me was the three pack of the, of the, the Cruel Boys with the with the six paints. Yeah. Like the little starter kit. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna paint one of them up with that and just see how it looks. Like it came with the with the new with the new that new green for those for those orcs. Yeah. And that, I used I'm just, some of it on. I did a test Cruel Boy using that paint. You said it's it turned out pretty good. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna do one or two in that, just the six paints they sent me, and then the other one I'm gonna try just some of the contrast paints and see what it turns out. I am looking for the get it done, like it's gonna be quick and yeah. you know greens and browns and red. I may do the shields purple because I like skull bugs, and I know everybody says you shouldn't like skull bugs, which is probably why I like them. But they seem more purpley. What's the skull bug sitch? What is what's their deets? Um, you get to roll. Um, it's it's like oh, when if people are gonna charge you or if people are close, you can roll a dice and on a six, they're like minus one to hit you because you're just like or if they get into fight, if you roll a dice when they're gonna before you fight, and if you roll a six, they're like minus one to hit or something like that because, like you just got bugs and gross all around because you're in a swamp and. That's like their one book. Everyone else, like, if you take the other thing, then your shooting gets an extra three inches. And if you, the third one is like the first battle round, you get a bonus. Um, I like the sort of the low passive, like this might work, but it works throughout the whole game type thing. So I gave that a try. I kind of like it, so I'm going with it. But uh, it's primed and I'm going to paint it. So when uh, in February... Before Adepticon, when I get together and do a couple of games with some friends, uh, I hope to have those guys done, or at least mostly painted, uh, to bring with to that to that uh, hangout and get some get some cruel boys action going. Because I really, really am enjoying how this army plays, and it's not nearly the amount of bookkeeping you got to do with Nurgle right now. So. Yeah, we got to play a couple more nice. practice games. Yes, absolutely. So that's my hobby. Lots of priming and painting and getting things done. So that's everything. Okay, so do we have any other? Do we have any other? Um, I yes. know we, we all saw Spider-Man. We're not going to talk about yeah. it because we can't do spoilers because it's only been like three days and people will murder us. And for those of you listening at home, I already edited it out because I screwed that up and <laughs> revealed too much. <laughs> so, we were both like, huh? What a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the year-end wrap-up and let me spoil the, the, the one movie Ooh. that people are threatening to murder you if you spoil it. Uh I I've been just mentioned just one person. Bunch of Star Trek, just a lot. You've been watching a lot of Star Trek, but apparently a not a, anything with data. But not lore. <laughs> I've been, I've been, so what I did is I watched all of Enterprise. I watched all seasons what? of that. <laughs> what? That's the Scott Bakula one, right? Yep. Yeah. I watched all oh, of that. Chris, what's... Oh, <laughs> and now I'm watching I... the original series from episode one <sighs> on. I don't know if I can co-sign any of this. <laughs> I'd never, I'd never seen like more than one episode of that series before. I never watched any of it. Well, there you yeah. go. See now he's Jolene watching. Blaylock was she's she's nice. Oh yeah, and she's Christ she's she's good. In it. Yeah, I actually she's I actually enjoyed nice. the series. The last, uh, I don't want to get into a big discussion about Enterprise right now. 
<laughs> oh, yeah? No, you don't want to talk about a 15-year-old series nobody liked in the first run? Cool. Makes sense. Seems legit. Makes sense. All right. I have opinions, but I don't think they best expressed in our limited time right now. <laughs> I'll bet, but by God, at the Star Trek convention, I'll make my voice heard. <laughs> F you, Scott Bakula. <laughs> uh, you should go. You should cosplay as like Captain Pike. You kind of look like him. Yeah. You could totally do the Captain Pike from the new <laughs> one. Not the old Captain Pike. Not the guy in the box. Yeah, no, the old one. Put put him in a wheelchair. Roll him around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, this show's going really off the rails. This is getting hot. Oh, man. Okay, is so Christmas is this Christmas content? I it is tell. Christmas content. <laughs> We're going to talk about the Christmas shoes and Captain Pike not needing them. My God! Oh goodness! <laughs> wow! 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 Okay, wow. so any other any other other with Chris? Let's talk about the Zindi a little bit. Okay, never. <laughs> what about you, Rodog? Um. Watching Witcher season two, I, like somehow I totally forgot. Like my wife and I had to rewatch the first season, um, and I couldn't remember any of it. Like I, it, like I knew the twist. You know, the, there's like a kind of a uh, temporal twist going on in there, but I past that I couldn't remember the specific episodes. It was so weird. So. We rewatched that, and and we're now two episodes into the new season. I really like that, and I know like Henry Cavill's sort of a nerd, you know, like omnigod with the Warhammer community these days. Deservedly so, he's a great. I mean, my yeah. wife, you know, whatever. I get it, you know, like sure. Um, but so that's super enjoyable. Um, that's kind of it. I don't know, like. Works winding down, you know, just yeah. got the tree up, that sort of thing, you know. I uh, I am I have two episodes left of season one of The Witcher because I realized I didn't remember, and I'm on I'm listening to I'm listening to the uh, the books on Audible, and I made oh, the mistake nice. of listening to them in the order they were released, which is not the order they were written in because they were released out of order oh. in America. They were translated, you know, in out of yeah. order. So I listened. I basically was like, I did like three, one, four, and I'm on two now. And it's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh no, it's it is confusing, but it's no more confusing than the beginning of season one of The Witcher, which which exactly. I swear to God, like, who made the active decision to jump back and forth in the timeline and not even bother with just putting date, a simple date, a year at the beginning of the episode would make everything it's, so much. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, but you know what? Like, I remember the like piecing it together as I was watching it in the first run. Like after the queen dies, and then she shows up in another episode, and I'm like, wait a minute, she dies in the first episode. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but I am rewatching. Said uh, earlier that we had to edit out. (laughs) Mean about that. But, but uh, like I am rewatching season one because I liked it the first time I watched it, and I like it even more now with. Uh, having listened to the audio books. Um, yeah. Do you play the games at all? No, you don't play video games, right? No, but Chris, Harrison, Harrison and Barnett do. I play some video games, yes. Yeah, Harrison just Witcher? shouts, it's amazing. I, did, I, I watched my son play The Witcher a lot. He, he was super yeah, okay. into that one. No. I, I had it uh, for my like Xbox One, and recently I got a PS5, and so I rebought it to like... Mm-hmm. 
I don't even know if the graphics are better, but like I want to play it again. So Absolutely. whatever. Harrison plays it on his computer still, and like I said, you got Christopher Barnett, who is a picky game player, and has been playing video games since we've been playing Atari together as kids, and he's like hands down Witcher Three might is probably the best like RPG type of video game, immersive video game ever. And then Harrison points out that the DLC, the downloadable yeah. content for Witcher oh, that came out, yeah. one like got the award for best video game of the year or something like that, like from whatever that type of thing is. And he's like the downloadable content for that that you just add into the game got best that's how good this stuff is. I'm like, dang. Um but I've been loving The Witcher. I actually been Heather and I have been on like a weird like like odd documentary binge. We've watched if you've seen these on Netflix, have you seen The Toys That Made Us? Or the movies that made us? Have you seen? Yeah, those? I've seen some. Yeah, I've seen some of those. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're good. Those are fantastic. And the movies that made us—they put out. They have. A, they have a couple of Christmas ones now, and they put out some some Halloween ones. Um, and those are always just really well edited. Like they're put together. They're fun to watch. Hearing all the different people's points of view and stuff like that. So that's really good. Um, and then, like I said, I've been listening to the Witcher audiobooks. Um, oh, and I found out something. This is one of those things that upset me. I always kind of like the uh, partial of The Witcher because the author's Polish, and you just don't get enough. You never hear too many Polish authors with lots of Polish stuff, you know, coming out. Um, yeah. So in the books, in the books, his name, the, the the bard's name is Dandelion. Um, this is Yasker on the show. Yasker on the show, yes. In the books, his okay. name's Dandelion, and I'm, and people are like, why did they change his name to Yasker? And I'm listening, I'm like Yasker, I'm like, what is that? So, the other day we were watching it, and Harris and I were talking about it, and I'm like, that's not even Dandelion in Polish, I don't think. And so we went and looked it up. Yasker is is actually the name in the Polish text. That's his name. The English translation is actually Buttercup. The bard's name is Buttercup. The guy who was doing the translation from Polish to English felt that the character as written Buttercup didn't quite suit it so he just decided nope his name's Dandelion and just wow. changed it to Dandelion and that's it's another flower he's more of a Dandelion than a Buttercup and I'm just like what so when people are like why is Dandelion's name Yasaker I like feel like with I feel like with Princess Bride, you can't call anybody Buttercup. Buttercup's taken. Well, you know? that, yeah. If you're, in, if you're in that fantasy realm, <laughs> Buttercup's taken. Maybe, but that's just a weird thing. That's just a weird thing that the, the guy who's doing the translation is like, nope, that's not his name anymore. It's like, oh, damn, okay. This is why there's so many Polash jokes. Oh, all goodness. Right. All right. I think that's all the other. <laughs> I think that's all the other. Uh, I'm not going to spoil any other stuff. Um <laughs> <laughs> no more edits. Nope, no more edits. I, you oh. know what? I am saying this though. I'm going through Dune withdrawal. I haven't gotten to watch it again. I'm waiting for it to come out. Uh, I'm gonna get I, my 4K. When you said that, when you said that you, I, I, I'm 45 years. I've never seen a movie 30 times. I like Star Wars. Star Wars came out when I was. I've never seen that movie 30 times. I How saw Star Wars 30 times in the theater. Times? Shut up. That's 30 funny. times in a month. Bro, I watched like, it every day. I literally knock it off. When I came down to hobby, you or when I came down it. to like grade papers, I put David it on. Why tech? You overdo things, and I've I will hear nothing else. I just, I, bet, I bet I've seen Wrath of Khan thirty times. Seriously, 
I've seen Dawn of the Dead. I've seen Dawn of the Dead, the original, at least 100 times. That was like my Saturday ritual when I was a teenager. I would get up, clean the house, and wait for my friends to call when they were free. I'd watch Dawn of the Dead. I watched it like every Saturday for like two years. Here's the thing. You're not making, like, this doesn't make you sound better. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you sound li- literally, like, actually crazier for having, like, in brought this to the fore. Dave, There's... you're not the only one who has done this. My son has seen that movie a dozen times. I just, I just, I put it on. Well, yeah. and plus, okay, but here's the thing. When I'm down here grading papers or hobbying and painting, I want something on. I don't. I can't put on a book. I can't. But I'll put on something on TV. And so it's like, I Dune was going to be on for one month and one month only. So I put it on, and I knew it was going to go away soon. So I put it on again. You know what's crazy? Like I, I'm having such a a reaction to you overdoing Dune. I don't want to watch Dune. Like, <laughs> Have you not bleep seen it? Dune, dude? I'm not in. No. No, Whitech gushed too hard, and there was no way that it could live up to what he was Dune's doing. Dune is one of my favorite and books ever. Dune is I one of my favorite books, Dune. one of my favorite book Dune. series. I hate Dune, and I hate you. What do you think of that? <laughs> that works. <laughs> and I, I've known that for a long time. This is not a revelation. This is like a relationship of convenience. I put up with Whitech because, you know, I, I don't know why you put up with me, actually, but you do. So I, I don't know why. All right. Um. That's the toolbox. Wow, look at that. So um, <laughs> we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about the year 2021, uh, and, and, I'm, and I'm not going to spoil what's coming up. Goodbye. That's right, friends. Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois, and at grognardgames.com. They are now open daily from 12 to 7 for your gaming pleasure. Now, if you want, you can go into the store, find what you need. Not comfortable going into the store, even with a mask on? Call them up for curbside pickup. Or order online at grognardgames.com. They've got what you need. They've got Warhammer. They've got Dungeons & Dragons. They've got Marvel Crisis Protocol. They've got Battletech. They've got a huge pre-owned section, and you can find it on grognardgames.com or in the store. Now, you can't play in the store right now. Still got to have social distancing protocols, and if I got to stay more than six feet away from you, probably can't play a game of Magic. Probably going to be pretty difficult to play a game of Warhammer either, but you can still get all your hobby needs met at Grognards. Because if the world starts to reopen and your hobbying starts to take off again, you know you're going to need stuff. And you can find it at Grognards. And why? You know why. Because there's always something happening at Grognards. And we're back. Hello. We are back. We're back. We are. Hi. We're here. Hey. All right. So um, we, as we do every year, we talk about uh, the stuff that we loved and the stuff that we didn't love as much. 
uh, from Games Workshop. The naughty and the nice list. Come on, let's theme that's, this, dude. That's it, the this naughty and the nice list. It's not. Yeah. We're not being All negative. Right. We're not being no. negative. But we they got, were negative. They, they being naughty. They made the list. They did make the list. Um, there you go. All right, so here's how this is going to work. We're going to start off with our number. Now, we always start off with the naughty list first because we want to end on a positive note because we're positive oh, We're positive people here. In fact, positive some would say I'm too positive that I'm a fanboy apologist, but those people don't know anything because those people, I would I would listen to them if they had watched those Dune as many watch times Dune. as I've watched That's it, really and they haven't, so they have nothing to say. And they won't. <laughs> <laughs> Come what are we on, doing first? So best good. nano AOS, best AOS. Uh, we're gonna uh, stick wait, with no, we're gonna stick first. with AOS. Audience. But then when Please, once we get what's through, what's going on here? We, we we generally try to stick generally to AOS, but anything from GW works. And then like if you got the format, remind me of the format. What okay, are we so doing? here's the format. We start off and we each give our third, like the number three on our list of naughty. Oh. Then our second, then yeah. our the, the then we go, then we end up with the naughtiest thing that happened from GW this year, uh, in our opinions. And then when we finish all that, as before we move on, if there's any honorable mentions that you need to throw out there, something that just really, I never have an honorable mention on the naughty list. Like I, I, I some lately I've had trouble finding three. Back in like the Would first it be couple workshop of years, only or, or just anything. Honestly, I don't care. Like I try to keep it. To, I try to keep my stuff to AOS, but sometimes it spreads out to Workshop. There were years that it was like the White Dwarf was one of the things I, I threw out there. Or you know, I thought about talking about Warhammer TV, but I threw that in as an honorable mention. Um, all right. But so spoiling on your list. You all right, you can't stop yourself tonight. Apparently, I can't. Well, no, no, that's not okay. Not spoiling. <laughs> I spoil it. But, but, oh, there is one rule. When we get to the top. Three. When we get to the nice list, when we get to the super list, uh, I threw this one out right in the beginning. Um, pretty much the new ver- we all all three of us really are enjoying the new edition of Age of Sigmar, and it came out this year, and it was pretty much going to hit everyone's number one and be really boring. So it would have been just basically our top two. So Age of Sigmar third edition is off the table. We all know that that's that's beyond number one. That's our it number wins. zero. It wins. It wins. Yes. So, all right, top Got three it. on the naughty list. Uh, Chris, why don't you start us up? Now, this is your first time, isn't it? You haven't. It is. We're going to start don't off. Screw the, it up, buddy. We're starting off the uh, the year-end wrap-up virgin right here. So let's go with this. Uh, <laughs> okay. What's your, what's your uh, number three on the naughty list? So I was kind of thinking about all the stuff that happened this year, and I kind of came up with the thing that kind of is annoying me is like, the massive limited releases stuff that they did sort of like at the beginning of the year, especially with like the cursed city thing, which I think was like April and it came out and it was super limited and it sold out instantly and nobody got, and then nobody got enough people got enough copy for it. So that was super annoying, but of course it was just released very recently as they're coming back out with it. So that's cool. So it was just those limited releases. Yeah, so, it's so, kind of. It's just I don't know. What so how do you feel about what they're doing now? How they've tried to fix that? Because part of it was we're making this many, and then the scalpers bought them all. Now it's exactly. like we will take as many flipping orders as as you want to yeah. order. Everybody gets one who wants one. 
Yeah, so because I got, I also got burned by was it the 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 40k release that came out the uh, um, when Indom- when Indomitus came out. That was that this that was that 2021. It was right. I don't remember. No, that was last year. <laughs> was it last yeah. year? The, the yeah. Yeah, I was like I I was like in the queue. I was like ready to go, and then I bought the thing. And I never got it. That was and the, then it, it, yeah. Oh, that was, was definitely like, the start of their like. We promise if you order it on release weekend, we will get you a copy. Yeah, which you know, losing their like, minds. But I, I think it's it's good, right? Like yeah. ultimately, that is uh, customer friendly instead of these like. You know, Nike Air Jordan drops that are like ultra limited release and no one can get them except for scalpers and bots. And it's like, eh, yeah, well, and that's the other thing you'd see. That's all I would see all day on my social media is I was on there. I was clicking. I grabbed the box. I went to check out it in less than three minutes. I couldn't. By the time I got to finish the checkout, it was already gone. And I'm like, ugh, that Mm -hmm. really sucks. Good thing I don't do that. Um, Not to flex, but. I do have Curse City sitting in my pile over here. <laughs> I still, have one too. By the way, you know, I I'm not trying to flex. I'm just saying, you know, real you. fans would. would I, I got them. I got them built and and some primed even some of that Cursed City. Oh, I got to figure out where I put it though. It's in my pile of built and primed and not painted. <laughs> Ugh. All right, so Rotor, what's your yeah. number three naughty list? Number three on the naughty list is so. Uh, last year, like my, what I was most excited about for this year was the release of the, the pending release of Heat Knights of Slanesh. And the models are fantastic, but the book has no synergy and it was sort of dead on arrival when it came. And I was really hype. I was money in hand, ready to start painting purple. And the army just landed wet and i backed away from it and i'm so bummed because i i love the look of it but i tend to play loser armies and i didn't want to do it again like it's just too big of an investment now to to not even have like three to six months to shine you know like help me out man make it make it like competitive i remember how disappointed it, it wasn't I remember how disappointed Ugh. you were because I oh. went out and I bought the Underworlds box that had the Lumineth and the Slanesh, yep. and we were going to split it. And I'm like, I'll pick it up, and I'll yep. send you your half. And like about two weeks later, I was get, I got it. I'm ready to send it. You're like, yeah, don't bother. And I'm like, well, okay, I guess <laughs> I bought this. I mean, as, so, as someone who painted an entire army of purple demons uh, – you yeah, like them, little... don't you, Chris? Yeah, I do. Be... I do. They take a lot of getting used to, though. They don't play like any other no. army. The demons, like two years ago or a year ago or whenever the demons first dropped, they were really good. Oh yeah. And like, th- it's these mortals that I was hyped for, though, and they mm-hmm. just took an L. So yeah. Yeah, my, Number my third list on the naughty list. Yeah, my list sure. is mostly demons and Sigvald. So. Yes, oh, it is. Handsome. It's demons and Sigvald, and God bless America. <laughs> that's not fun. That's hard. That'll kill. Now I lucked out though because your Sigvald was whiff city when I played him. He couldn't yeah, hit he the was. broadside of a barn. He couldn't fall and hit the ground when you played him. Chris, Chris, Chris has some some. He his dice hate him. They really do. It's <laughs> it, and it won't be the whole game, but it'll be like one unit. Yeah, because when we were even playing with the cruel boys, like I had that thing, and you're like, okay, and you had 
you had corn. You had like the demon and the other thing in me. And you're like, all right, they'll yeah. take this guy down, and everybody's rolling, and they're not doing anything. And you're like, oh come on! <laughs> I, I had half my army fighting one guy in your army. Swamp boss Scumdrack, you were trying I'd, to take him down. Everybody I'd barely killed him. Like the last guy was the guy who took you, him down. Your giant, your bloodthirster, and then it was finally like just some dudes. Yeah, it was the blood warriors did it. I'm like, my gosh. Uh, okay. White Tick, what was it? What was your number three? Uh, my number three um, was something that irritated me immensely, but I, I don't know that it was actually Games Workshop's fault. And that was oh, the... It's on my list, I feel like. Uh, the Lumineth Realm Lords... The, oh, the the books yeah. being six months apart. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. Now the pandemic. Now here's the thing, and this is from what I've from what I understand from people I've spoken to, was obviously the first book was supposed to come out like six months earlier than it did, but the pandemic delayed everything, and then it came out when they finally got it out, and then it's like okay, but they were going to put out a new thing a year later, which they've done with Stormcast. A year and you get a new book. And that was, look, all the new stuff coming out as we're getting the Broken Realms. And as the Broken Realms comes out in the new story, Teclas comes out. As you know from Broken Realms, he defeats Nagash. He mm. knocks him back into his you know, out of his body. And you're going to get new units and all this stuff, except because of that delay. And they couldn't you, I mean, you can't back up the entire Mortal Realms release, which which that rolls into the third edition release. You can't back all that up six months as well, just because the Realm Lords book got backed up. But that that left a lot of people super salty. And and as a guy who mm-hmm. generally is pretty happy go lucky when it comes to this stuff, and really likes Games Workshop and is very forgiving, even I was like. Damn, I just got two of these books because I bought the set <laughs> and then I got another book from someone. So Harrison had a book to take to school with him so he could look it over. Yeah. And then. Well, the, the market was flooded with those original books as they came in that box set. Yep. And people were buying like two, yep. three copies of that initial box that came out. So well, yeah. And I got the second book. Remlord's books yeah. just everywhere. But it was. Yeah, still. And then they're like, well, you don't have to buy the second book. You can just take. The 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 broken realms and all those all the new stuffs right in there and it's like oh I don't I just want to take one book with me I don't want to take two books with me for one army book so I I we wound yeah. up getting another book and it just and I know they couldn't I mean it was the pandemic they that's not but it's still I was just like I don't like this at all <laughs> and I'm not one to complain about that stuff because I bought every Stormcast book that came out I mean, and those came out fast and furious. I guess we. Th- I mean, do you, 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 couldn't, you couldn't. You couldn't actually buy the original Luna Realm Lords book, could you? Was it ever released? Yes, on they its did own? release it. It was. It was a, about a month after the the box came out. You could get it okay. with, and it didn't look as fancy. It didn't have the fancy goldy because yeah. the one that came in the box said, I don't think it said Lumina Realm Lords on the actual cover. It was just the picture of Teclas, just the art. And then when it came uh, out, you could buy the book, and it looked like the, every other book with the name on the cover. Interesting. So that's my number three. Gotcha. So the Lumineth Realm Lords rapid release. Cool. Um. So number two. Number two. What do you got, Chris? Well, so I kind of just kind of went for like a concept. 
And I know they sort of released this, you know, the, like, I'm just, I don't like talking about the, the M word in Warhammer. It's the freaking the meta. Oh, okay. The meta. I just, it's just, I hate it so much. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't know meta. where this was going. At first, I thought he said N at first. I was like, wait, no, no, no. no. M no. word. Slow this down. <laughs> M word. Another edit. <laughs> <laughs> meta. The meta. I, I, I don't like that term. They, like, they've been focusing on it on like the website and the meta watch and all this garbage. I'm just tired of it. I don't like it. Um, I don't mind it. It's interesting, and it gives me ideas and stuff, and it lets me know how the people who actually play this game well play it. But I don't, I don't play enough, and I don't follow it enough to do that. I just yeah, yeah. So you just, just don't I, like all the all the focus on the meta. I think it just feeds into the, I don't know, the, just the the ultra competitive aspect of the game, which I don't believe is like should be the main focus of it. Like I don't know. Yeah, I see what you're saying. What about you, Road Dog? Um, my number two for worst AOS. Um, it sort of is connected to what you said for your number three, Y Tech, but I mine's slightly different, which is the Techless book and the clear splitting of a battle tome. It felt to me like they wrote the first Realm Lords book. And then they peeled it apart so that they, they could sell it to you twice. Um, and that was prior to the new one, right? And so it was like, you got half a book. It was, that first Realm Lord release was incredibly thin because they held things back. And and so they hit you with Yeah, it was only like 12 or 14 units, like, yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't like that. That, that felt really... It, it felt really yucky to me. Um, it felt like it was it, an in, it, intentional money grab almost. Yes. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. Um, they didn't need to make the first release that thin. And I think. Had it been spread out a take, year apart, would you have been okay with that? Or would you have still felt that way to you? You think? I don't think that. I don't think that. So my take on that first release I think that the book was a little bent and broken and they had to do that because they split it apart. So it had to be competitive. And so it had these weird mechanics where you could do, you know, mortal wounds on a five with well, it, no line of sight at 30 inch range. It was like the dumbest things. Like it's, yeah. it's playing a different game. It's still got that though. So, but then it, now it's got more options at least. And, and I don't, I still don't like that though, <laughs> but like, <laughs> To make it competitive and to make it play, they had to juice it, you know? Yeah, because, um, I mean, like I said, it's 14 units total, and that includes, like, the two different cows. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. They're, yeah. So that, it was just, it was thin by design, and I, I could feel it, and I just, I really did not appreciate it. I see what you're saying. Yeah. We've got some similar picks. Last year, our picks were way too close. I was like, this year, it can't be that way. My number two, and I think this one will surprise you. I haven't dropped any hints to this one. My number two on the naughty list, and this is just me personally. Oh, boy. It's the Sons of Bayamod. <laughs> just in general. Like I now, don't get me yeah. wrong. It's a cool concept, and I like a giant army. Already backpedaling. Already backpedaling. No, because when it came out, I was excited. I was super oh, 
excited. Games Workshop sent me that book. I'm like, this is really cool and all that. And then it's like, oh, wow, this is going to be neat. There's going to be a struggle because not many models but lots of points. There's no struggle, man. Everybody's bringing that and just kicking people's faces into the dirt. And you're like, oh, but if you don't take enough of the small guys, you can't grab objectives. I grab anything I want after I take ev- all your toys off the table. Like, yeah. it's just – Take your toys off, mate. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it's, it, there's something that's not right in that book. There's something that it's missing. I mean, besides the fact that it literally has three, well, it's got two units. It's got Mega Gargans and it's got Gargans. And the Mega yeah, Gargans have three flavors. flavors of Mega Gargans. Yeah. yeah, there's it's, three it's, it's Mega a, Gargans a, and one Gargan. Push it, it's a push-it-forward army. It really is. Um, the models are really pretty. The other thing is... There's the three variations, but they're very similar. And then there's the ale, gu- the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the smaller gargants, which have basically a pose. And if you're not now, I've seen people do great work with conversions. I am sure. not. I am not a guy who can take hacksaw to plastic and put it back together and make it look good. My conversions are very simple, and I struggle making them look good. I could not do that. So I would have an army that looks all the same. But even when that came out, I mean, I had to stop myself from running out and buying a bunch of Gargans because I'm like, this is going to be so easy and quick and 12 models tops and I have every combination I could want. And it's just, I've seen it. I've seen people playing it. It doesn't look like fun to me. It doesn't. I, I remember back in the Warhammer Fantasy days, there was a an all giants list and it was a gimmicky list and it wasn't competitive. It was fun narrative. Open play is what it would be called today. But back then it was just called like, you know, I don't know, white dwarf list or something dumb. Right. But it was just like silly stuff to do. Um, the fact that it has been dominating the meta, Chris, for um, uh- you know, uh, <laughs> upon release of AOF three, yeah. it's oh, like, yeah. ah, I, this isn't an army. This is a gimmick, and I don't. Yeah. I'm I'm tracking I, with you. Like, and it's it's. it's I, I know there's people who don't like all the giant centerpiece models. Every army's got a centerpiece model, and now, the, especially in Gur, with monsters being a big deal, you have to go out and get a few monsters. Like I had to go and dig out my. Uh, my Morngold, just to have a monster in my Nighthorn army, because you need, you kind of got, you kind of need a monster. And three monsters. Yeah, and if this is the meta, the big things. And I know there's people like I remember I was listening to Legends of the Painting Men. I like that show, but that is not a fam, not family friendly like this show is, folks. So if if you listen to it, make sure your kids aren't around. Um, but one of the two guys on that, uh, John Roy, God bless America, he cannot stand any of the large models like even on his sigmar army he doesn't want the big models the big he's dragons like, the big yeah dragons. he's like he's like i'm playing with six models i don't want and i got to agree with him i played horror i played undead 100 zombies starting on the table 200 300 by the time i was done if magic worked that's the kind of game i like i want Lots of toys on the table, and if you're gonna walk up, I got three. Me- oh, oh, you know what? Now it's now I got Craig. What's his name? What's the big Cragnos? I got Cragnos and a Mega Gargant and three little guys. Come get it! No, no, you know what? I, I I'm yeah. not even interested. It's in- just it's not an army. It's just not an army. Yeah, it's- I mean, the, 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 what these people are doing is they're meta chasing. They're they're chasing the meta, and it's annoying. 
it kind of leads back into my number two. It's just. Yeah, it just, it, that shouldn't be the meta. That should be funsies. Mm-hmm. Like, you should have a mega gargant in a list of orcs or something. Like, that's fine. But if, if the way you it's could, structured. Yeah, if you could put one in, like, you know how Kragnos can go into any destruction army? Sure. If you could ally in a gargant. Thank you so much. That, I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted. My wife and Harrison <laughs> made fruitcake but like not crappy oh green stuff like not this kind you buy at the store like they soaked all the fruit and alcohol and they made a, and it's warm and it's delicious and it's alcoholy and oh i'm sorry i'm eating on the air but this is so good <laughs> this is so good oh this makes for terrible radio hold on give me one second so professional so professional <laughs> okay, hey Chris, let's That's just so watch good. him eat this is great yeah, this is great oh god okay so yeah <laughs> So Mega Sons Gardens, of Bayamot, yeah, and so we I, do I have a time. You. We do have a bit of a thing. Sons of Bayamot ruining the meta, which Chris hates. So I, let I me ask this: If they are messing chasing. up the meta, does that mean you yeah. like them? Is the enemy of your enemy your friend? No, no. <laughs> Just say <straight> up, no. <laughs> Shut up, dummy. <laughs> all right, Chris. Yeah, I mean, there. I mean, there are there are builds out there for a lot of different armies, and all they do is they literally just chase the meta around. They chase the. You know, but the that's been going that on as long the, as I've been in this. It's just I know, but with AOS, it's almost more pronounced. And the fact that they're they're publicizing it and hyping it on the website is just what is happening. Yeah, it's yeah. I I, get I, it. I don't I, I don't dig it. You know. So number one. What's your number one, Chris? What is it? This is similar to your number two. Like for me. You're probably not going to like this very much, but the whole that this whole Soulblight Gravelords release just totally fell flat for me. I looked at it, Ooh. I was like, "Cool, this is going to be neat." I'm like, "Bleh." <laughs> I just didn't. Wow! Like, I, wow. I know. I didn't like. Let's any interrogate of this. this. Yeah, Tell I got to hear about this now. I will say this: I <laughs> forgot about Soulblight Gravelords. Like that's how. <laughs> Little, I mean, it didn't quite blip. Of course, I want. I was gonna do it, and then those stupid, cruel boys came out, and I forgot all about yeah. them. Like, so not, we're not talking about you, White Tech. Let's hear no, about no, we're Chris. not. Chris, <laughs> you hate them. What this. happened? Like the book came out. I didn't buy the book. I didn't. I don't. You like didn't buy these. the book? No, I don't have it. I'm like, Bleh. you buy like, every I don't, book, I, folks. You like, cannot I, see. I, you cannot see what Rhoda and I are seeing right now. But there are literally. Books on that shelf from Every like four book. editions ago. I can see <laughs> books from like sixth and seventh ed fantasy on the yeah. shelf behind him, and he doesn't have the Gravelords book. Oh, why? I don't have it. I am. I, I, I'm confused. Like, and have fascinated. you seen the models yet, Chris? I, I don't that like that. Might change your mind. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole Radicar, the Wolf, Radicar, the Beast, the Belladama, Volga. I just don't dig it. I don't. I'm not into it. So, I don't know. Okay, I, what would it need to make you like it again? What is it missing from the old? Because you used to like the old vampire. I do. Counts, I, I, I had. I have a. I have a massive vampire counts army, and the problem with it is for me is it's not. It's not. It's not classic vampire for me. It's not von Karstein's. It's not that. Well, and it's and not what, just vampires anymore, is it? It's basically. Legions of Nagash under a different name. It's yeah, yeah. 
Like it's, wow. I guess Have it's you just... seen Luca Vi yet? Oh my gosh, you're mm. gonna be really excited. You don't like the vampire <laughs> torso coming out of the like the I human cent- like the vampire centipede thing with the. I do not like that at all. Man. I'm gonna have to buy two of them, and I'm just gonna little, feel little them. spoiler alert. But stick around; we might be talking about Grave Lords again. <laughs> oh dear Lord! I think we all might be. Um, so, oh wow. Okay, so Rotor, your number one disappointment. Yeah. Number one disappointment: um, the lack of digital strategy that they've got for AOS, coupled with the supply chain problems. Um, they couldn't get releases out the door and they couldn't get the books in and you can't buy digital books anymore like you used to be able to and it blows my mind that we are moving backwards in time this is a real witcher season one situation we got going on here like i don't get it how how can i not open up an ipad and have my my what do they call them now battle tome -tome, why can't i just have my battle tome on my digital reader it, it blows my – I have to have paper. Yeah. I don't carry yeah. books around like that. They did I the same thing with White that. Dwarf. Like you can't get a digital copy of White Dwarf anymore. And I'm like, huh? You can so uh, you, you can about a year after it comes out because uh, they've, they've got most of them on uh, Warhammer Plus uh, like up to about a right. year ago. Yeah, but I used to buy them on my iPad and read them. Yeah. Not any right. longer. <laughs> I used to buy all the codecs, and it's not even a, like a price thing. You know, ultimately, like when you sell your th- stuff on on the Google store or in the App Store on Apple, um, those companies eat your lunch and they take like 30% of the sale, right? Yeah, and yeah, so yep. what Workshop did is they just closed the door and said, our workaround is you, you buy the analog book and then you punch in a digital code into my Warhammer we give you credit, and that unlocks like battalions in the app, so that you can like add that when you're building your army list. Right. But that's not what I want. What I want is to have all my books on my one iPad, rather than have to reference all these. Especially when they start stacking and bloating the rule set, as they will, because they always do. Right? Uh, two years from now, we will have to have three to four books to play your one army. Because there will be a terrain piece from here and a, 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 like some late release from over here and a magic supplement from over there. I don't want four books and an FAQ. I just want an updated digital army book. That's it. That's all I want. Yeah, they've already kind of gone against the brief of Age of Sigmar. The original one was like super simple. Very few rules. Super customer friendly. Super customer friendly. You know, here's all the here's all you guys are on this app. It's all free, and it's just not that anymore. Which I think is better. Like I like yeah. a little bit more complexity. Yeah. This in the game, game is much is better much than the better. original version that it's came much out. Better, but but yeah, the lack of digital the, content. The game is, is better, and I'm fine with the rules being on the War Scrolls. Um, but man, it's just the digital strategy, and it the. The supply chain problems really highlighted and exacerbated how bad it is, you know? Like, they they couldn't get Necron books to people after the Necron Codex had dropped. And so there were no digital copies. And so, like, you've got all these guys who want to play their, um, because they had bought that uh, the starter set, you know, last summer of 40K and couldn't get the Necron Codex. Because yeah. the digital strategy doesn't exist. It's just it's a it's a very bad uh, approach. So that's my number one, man. 
Uh, and I, I see think. that. And I, I, I get what you're saying. I was, I never bought a digital book. I, mm. I like having my paper books. I like, I just, I. I know I'm a throwback, and I I, I need well, to get with the times. I love having that paper book. Um, I do have the codes in the book, so I put them in on the AOS app so I can down- unlock all the stuff. I need to do that. I haven't done one code yet. Um, it doesn't give you the lore, though. They have, they, that's no, it doesn't. You know, it doesn't so. give you it, – it just doesn't uh, – it unlocks, like, the special battalion and the special, like, uh, items. And right, but I'd like it. to have that it, for the building. It, yeah, but I get I get the people who loved the digital stuff, and I get that Games Workshop does not want to give thirty percent to Apple. Um, mm-hmm. I, I and, understand and I, and it. I'm, I'm convinced in my mind that that's that that's exactly why they're not doing it. I honestly believe with in my heart that that they're just like, nope, we're not giving you all that money, uh, especially because. People were complaining when they were selling the digital book at the same price as the physical book. And they're like, hey, we're already losing 30%. And it's like, well, you're not actually turning out an actual product. So there's not really losing 30%. But hey, listen, I can't, I don't know. Um, but I, I get I, I get everybody's complaint by that. It just never affected me. And that's just a me because I'm a weirdo. And I'm, I am a total, uh, just don't download, I don't do digital books. I'll listen to audiobooks, but I don't do digital books. I never did. So I got a Kindle one year for a Christmas present. I downloaded like two books on it. I, after that, I was like, nah, screw this noise. <laughs> um, my number one. I guess we're on it. Uh, and I kind of hated to say this because this, I was super hype for this. So excited. Um, Cursed City, man. Cursed City. <laughs> uh and actually, all of my reasons for being pissed about Curse City went away today. I thought about right. changing mm. my list because it, but for 2021, as Rotor pointed out, for 2021, I'm not wrong. Uh, that, was, that was my take too on Curse Cur- City. Curse City was supposed to come out, and here's the thing Blackstone Fortress. And I, I wound up selling the copy I bought with the expansions and stuff just because I don't have time for all these games and I got don't have room for everything. But Blackstone Fortress, I loved that game. I loved playing it. It was cool. You could even play it as one player against the against the board because the AI for it was interesting and worked and it wasn't just like everybody moves to the closest thing and takes a swipe. Um, so much better than the... Um, not Silver cursed. Tower? Yeah, Silver Tower, that stuff, which was just way way too simple for me. And Curse City's coming out, and it seems like it's going to be much more like Blackstone Fortress, and I'm hype, and they're coming out stuff. Um, it's okay. I've played it. I did a weekend of Curse City. It's, it's fun. I don't know that I would play it again, but Workshop did say that they will be uh, releasing... Um, uh, supplements for it, yeah, and so I think that's good. Up. Yeah, there there will be expansions, so I think that might um, change the flavor up because it it does get a little samey same. And um, see, and that's what I heard, and mm-hmm. that that was my other concern because I only played it a little bit, um, and I we didn't get too far. But I know some other people who played, and then like, oh look, the second round while we're building up the the. The, the big boss just came out and stomped us all, and the game's kind of over. 
Um, I'm hoping with the expansions, it, it's going to be better. I, I, I love the story behind Curse City. I do really like the models. I'm excited oh, for this. Yeah. To, I'm excited for this to be good. I want this to. I want a Blackstone Fortress for AOS, and I thought this was going to be it. And first of all, when it was hard to get. Because I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to get it. Like, I'll get it later. And then I was sold out everywhere. And then I went to my local game store and they're like, no, we have one. I'm like, well, okay, I'll buy one. And then I was putting it together and people are playing it. And then it's it's good. It's not great. I'm like, okay. And then it's like, oh, yeah, we're not making any more right now. And the, the, all those expansions that we were – it's not happening. And I, that – wasn't there some kind of IP conflict with the contents of the game? Like that's the rumor. Uh, th- there were a bunch of different rumors as to why, and yeah. and you're, and that could be it. Uh, it could have been supply chain nonsense. I don't know. All I know is yeah. I was looking for X, and it looked like X. And then right after it released, they're like, "Yeah, no, this is it." And I just I wanted to cry. I was really pissed. Uh, I was salty about it, and I, I was as I, I mean, when I started to put together this list, that was the first thing I wrote out, out of either naughty or nice list. I'm like, number one, Curse City SOBs. I'm so mad about this. <laughs> and then this morning, they're like, oh, by the way, you can get a copy now, and we're going to have expansions. It's going to be much better. I'm like, oh, I li- I kind of like that. <laughs> um, but I left it there because this this was the one thing that really made me salty. In fact. When there was no more coming out for this, and this kind of came out. Plus, when this, I, I, this is why I, I was, it was not difficult for me to put the one month hold off on Soulbite Gravelords, um, and then, you know, to hold off before starting a new army because that's my rule. Because otherwise, I just buy all the new shiny. And hearing that made it really easy for me to hold off on Gravelords, um, which turned into me playing Cruel Boys instead. That's how salty I was. That my my undead army that I have been playing, undead basically since that was my army that I played in tournaments after dwarves. I've been playing undead for years, and I'm just like, eh, I'm gonna go to something else. So that's how much it upset me. All right, that's our naughty lists. We've complained and whined and complained, and we have a couple of overlaps. That's interesting. I like that I got a bit of an overlap with. Chris and I got a bit of an overlap with Rotor. We were all I like that sometimes when we're of the same of similar minds, not the same mind. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take our last break. And when we come back, we are gonna talk nice list. We are gonna talk what do we love? What do we love? And I am really interested to see where this goes. So we will be right back with it. Are you finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six Squared Studios. Well, then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. 
That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them. We're back! Here oh. we are! Cool! Coming in! Hot! And hey. ready! Like, DiGiorno. Um, it's almost pizza. You could legally call that pizza. <laughs> okay. Wow. Do you know what almost pizza is? Am I pulling a hot nobody gets it reference? No, I don't get it. Okay, uh, when you're done, go well, after the show. Just it's an SNL sketch. It's two minutes. Watch it. It's called Almost Pizza on SNL. It's it's fantastic. It's almost as good as that crazy Taco Town commercial they did. <laughs> oh, bring it on in, Amityville. <laughs> All right, we're gonna switch it up here. I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling a little nutty. We're gonna switch it up. We're gonna go with Rotor first on the on the on the mm. nice list, and then to Chris. Okay. Because I can do that. Are you that. ready for my number three on the nice list, buddy? I am ready, and I'm I'm hot for it. Let's have it. What is it? I'm about to blow your doors off because it is a culmination, culmination of all things, Grave Lords. <laughs> I'm talking about I'm talking about that Underworld's release with the Prince. What's his face with the thing That's and the long ball. hair and the yeah, the real classic Von Karstein look to him. I'm talking about the Cursed City release, and I'm talking about the AOS release. That thing was all around phenomenal. I and I was at this uh, that tournament like two months ago, and some dudes were playing uh, the Grave Lords, and he that dude had like the Blood Knights, and I got to tell you, man, they looked spectacular. I love the new skeletons. I like the new Zombros. I might have bought one or two things. I can't say for sure, but oh, it was really cool. And I might have the Underworlds, and I might have the Cursed City, and I might have some Gravelord stuff because that release, a couple oddballs. The, 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 the gal with the red hair and the bats in the hair, she's yeah, out. Not- I got it. I got you on that one. But listen, everything else, I'm in it's so weird. Like, you know, the thing about AOS is like it it takes a left turn on everything, right? That's sort uh-huh. of its like high yeah. fantasy mantra. And so seeing these nightmares where it's this like winged dragon beast thing mixed with a warrior, and it was weird. And the very first time I looked at it, I was like, that is like mental patient stuff. And then I realized, actually, this is cool. This is different. This is not. Your dad's vampire. This is not like I, Bram Stoker. Remember when we were talking? This I was on baller. I was on break. I was on hall duty at and I called you. Uh, maybe we were texting and I'm like, what is the deal with the half torso in the winged weird like the human centipede thing? I this is awful. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know. And I'm looking at him like and then as we start to look at him more, I'm like like, like two days later, I'm like, you know what? Now that I kind of see it for what it is, and it didn't look like a torso jammed on a neck, but it's more like those are the four, four, you know, the 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 winged arms are more like the legs, like on a centaur. 
and it would it would look like that. And I'm like, oh, it would look like that, wouldn't it? Oh, it would. Oh, and I'm like, I, I think I kind of like that. And you sold me yeah, on that. Buddy. At first I'm like, nope, and then I'm like, you sold me on it. And I, I that yeah. is a five candy cane rating right there, boy. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Full peppermint. Okay. Okay. Soul Black Graylist. What about you, Chris? Uh, my number three favorite thing is the Warhammer community uh, website page on the website. I just love all the stuff that's on here, like their shows they do, like their Twitch channel shows. I've been enjoying those because, you know, I work from home occasionally. You put those on. They have so much different stuff on there. They've got the Hangout and Hobby. They've got the Hangout and Paint. They've got the Hobby Workshop stuff. They've got the Hangout and Game. They do... All kinds of stuff there. They do like the special events throughout the year, like the you know the different painting stuff they do for like March for McCrag for like the March thing they do. They just just it's a lot of fun, and I think it's a super cool way that they engage with the community. I dig it. Nice, that's a good one. Uh, see, this is where you can go. It's still Games Workshop, even though it's not AOS specific. Yeah, you might be you might be etching into my honorable mentions there with that okay not, not exactly uh my number three and i'm gonna hold up the piece of paper so you can see i'm not lying is soul blight grave can't read it <laughs> oh you copycat you copycat it's right wow. there and here's the thing the models are gorgeous but the thing now Ugh. mine is slightly different from rotors i don't have the the work uh, not the war cry the Underworld's crew, and I want them. I have the Curse City crew. I got. I have to get the Underworld's crew because they're gorgeous. I love these models. Ugh. Everybody knows I love Undead, but I'm going to tell you what really just pushed me over the edge into ecstasy with this army, and I still haven't bought it. Um, but that's because, and the reason I haven't bought it is I have a ton of it, and I'd have to... I, I'd have to finish repainting and rebasing all of it, and I've been doing it on those bases that I rolled out, you know, the uh, custom bases. If I buy 100 zombies, i got to do 100 custom bases now to match the army, and I'm like, oh, what did I do? So I'm so <laughs> mad. The thing that really gets me, though, th the, it's, the, it's the flavor of the rules. And, I mean, you know if you listen to this show, if the rules match the lore, they work. But I have been playing... Undead since 7th edition And I have always said There needs to be a way If zombies kill a lot of stuff Those things might get up and walk And join my army And that's the I mean isn't that what happens In all the books Half the armies die And then your yeah. necromancer Comes and picks them all up Now yeah. Oh sixes do mortals But then anything At the end of the combat round Oh the zombies killed seven models Okay roll seven dice On a two up I get a zombie in my army because that thing came up and I got a new... I'm like, oh my God. And then even the skeletons. I'm going to fight with them last. Why? Because any skeletons you've knocked down before in during that battle round, when I decide to fight, anything I've lost... I lost seven? Roll seven dice. Oh, four ups? Those skeletons come back. It's like the Necron regeneration things or whatever it's called. Uh, I love the concept and the rules and the way this army goes. And maybe some things don't fit and maybe certain guys don't play as well if you're going to take, you know, certain things. Uh, we've heard it. We've heard it. I mean, Rob was on the show and going over all the parts that don't work and why, you know, it, in the competitive scene, 
things aren't I couldn't you y'all, yeah. I'm not gonna win any tournaments. I don't care. I want <laughs> I wanna put I want a no, hundred zombies on the table. They come not in units that attitude. They're twenty. They're minimum unit size twenty. If I take three battle line zombie units and give them one bump each, that's a hundred and twenty zombies on the table. And when I get around to it, because I will <laughs> I am going to have in fact I was looking at the as I was talking about this I started going like oh if I could put in that I could put in the witch's thing and they give them a plus 1 to hit wound and save and then I could get a corpse card plus 1 to save I'm like I could make these zombies good and everyone's like no they don't that's not how zombies work I'm like that's how they're going to work for me because I love the rules I love this army I am sad that I don't have it and that it's my own stupidity Back when I cared about tournament rules and wanting to get points and get points for your in the hobby section, that I decided I'm not good at converting models, so I'll just make custom bases for all 300 models in this unit. <laughs> I'm stupid, so <laughs> but that I love it, love it. So there we go. That's my number three. We hit him again. Rotor, your number two. My number two. This. This is a stocking full of chocolate Santas. <laughs> okay. My number two is the Lord Croak model. Oh. Okay. That okay. We didn't match on that one. Okay. That Lord Croak model. Look is at hot. you. Oh. Well, no. I was worried if Here's we had too many of the same, you'd say I was copying you. Here's the deal. I played um, Lizardmen back in seventh, and I've played Lizardmen slash Seraphon ever since, on and off. Um. The entire reason that I bought that army was because I loved the look of the Slan and Lord Croak back in the day. And they took that and they redid them in plastic and they upscaled them and went big on it. And it works, man. I think that model is rad. And uh, they cranked even it up though, to 12 or like, 13. All the releases for the, like Seraphon has not gotten an, an AOS release. They've got an Underworld's Warband, and now they've got Lord Croak. But that's and then and the Ziggurat thing. But that's it. They don't even have endless spells. Like they're not hitting fresh models right now. But they got Lord Croak, and if he is the sign of things to come, that army is going to be bonkers in five years' time. I want to see them redo that army. I want to see. The big the 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 Saurus and what are the what are the Croxagor what are the ones that used to It's a good army yeah, right Croxagors. now. Yeah, I want to yeah. see oh, new yeah. sculpts. No, it, I want to see works. new sculpts for all of that, and I just want to see what sculpt. they can it's do. It's crazy that like the Stegodon was one of the first big plastic kits. He's a baby now. When you look at a Stegodon compared to any other like yeah. large scale model, the Stegodon is just this little cute put a diaper on him and put him to bed thing you know he's a baby um i can't wait to see that army explode i really hope it does because that's that's one of those armies that it's just whether you want to play it or not it is fun to look at when it's done and it's painted well yeah. and that's even with the old stuff they still have i mean now it's fine cast but they're still got the what is it basically the old metal sculpts for the 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 what is it the the guys that yeah. throw the fire? What are they? The not the basilisk, the salamanders, the salamanders and stuff. Those are all. Yep. It's I mean those are mine are still metal. Mine yeah. are metal. Yeah. yeah, 
Those are sixth edition sculpts, and they haven't gotten an update. That army has gotten like what yeah. four new models in the last three. I mean, like, since since the end times. Like those are the original. Com- I think the original chameleon skinks. Those are still the same ones. Yep. Yep. There's now one chameleon skink from the Underworld's Warband that's in oh, plastic. Right. Yeah. But that means that it's in a computer now, so now they yeah. can like twist them, pose them, redo it. Like yeah. The, I, whenever you see things in warbands, that's typically like uh, a sign of things to come. So I think when Seraphon get their third edition of AOS book, they will get a release, and we're going to see chameleon skinks, new plastic skinks, new plastic saurus. Um, and I'm I'm really looking forward to it based on my number two pick, Lord Croak, David. Yeah. And Lord Croak Wait, has no, that Chris. Space Marine Sorry. helmet next to him, which I think is fantastic <laughs> i love seeing that I, i'm convinced it's a, i know they painted it like it was made out of stone that is a space marine helmet sitting next to lord croak on that thing and i love when they overlap them like that wink wink nudge nudge all right so rotor was lord croak what about you chris so i want to talk about Broken Realms. I really enjoyed the Broken Realms, specifically Broken Realms Kragnos and his model. Like the whole Broken Realms storyline, the way they kind of brought, you know, second edition into third edition. And then the Kragnos model itself is just just a groundbreaking model. I think it's just nuts. It's so great. I don't actually own one because... You know, but I really the really like model. that. I don't I don't own one yet. I really like I think it's it's I think it's excellent. And just the way that they they just they did the whole transition thing with those books was super fun. And uh, it was fun to cover on the you know, on the show and I think people really, you know, kinda enjoyed all that stuff. I I guess I have to agree because my number two is Broken Realms books and storyline. Um, yeah, there it is. Um, having what's his name? Um, Except that techless book. Ugh. <laughs> but that story was fantastic. Yeah, the techless story where he goes in and he's just fighting, and then Nagash is like, "That's it," and he goes into the realm of light and starts wrecking things. And then they're like, oh, this is the plan. And then it's like, oh, look, the, you, you made you made the moon guy just, nope, nope, here's a bunch of these things. Suddenly all the Empire guys come in and start hitting it with beams of light. I'm like, this is rad. But then when Bellacor comes out and it's like, oh, Bellacor has been planning just the stuff that Bellacor plans. I mean, and you know, in, in the previous editions it's always Bellacor was this guy and he's always scheming and stuff. But I feel like in this edition they did the same thing they did um, with uh, Abaddon in um, when forty k yeah when the, when the thirteenth crusade happened and he you found out that some of the other ones that seemed like utter failures were only because you didn't know what he was doing yeah mm. I feel like he got the same treatment it's like oh yeah but. Yeah, he failed to grab that city and become the favored son, but he also destabilized all 
the realm gates and the power lines, and now the Stormcast have to have new special armor because they can't go home sometimes. And now you're reading the Nurgle book, and the Nurgle guys love to stay under those clouds where the Stormcast can't go back because that's causing such a problem with the light from Azir that it's easier for the corruption and the decay stuff that they grow to grow underneath it. And it is set up... Yeah, just so, all the reveals that came out in those books. You know, it's like, oh, it's stuff, Tyrion. Yeah. Oh, he, oh my God, it's Tyrion. He's in here now. Yeah, yeah you know, it's the, Grugni. Yeah. It's it's the dwarf. It's the you know, the yeah, Grugni shows up. Grugni shows up. Yeah, ghouls Bellacor, like awesome. Yeah, Bellacor runs away from him, and then he just shows up. He's like, okay, listen. He shows up at the table where everyone's negotiating. He's like, look, I'm not. This is how it's going to happen because yeah. I don't have time for your guys' nonsense. It's that bro. That was. Such a great transition in the third edition. It was such a great transition. And it didn't feel like cheap excuses to make new Stormcast models. It felt like this is where the story's going. Right. And you had this cool stuff. And this is where the story's going here. And now Marathi's got a city. And now she's now both of her models play at yeah. the same. Like everything in that hit. Even story-wise, even the techless stuff hit story-wise uh you know um we discussed with the books but other than other than that hiccup with the books which annoyed everyone mm -hmm. on the planet <laughs> broken realms was a triumph yeah i agree an absolute triumph i i i can only hope that when they go in a few years and they decide to release a fourth edition, Age of Sigmar, that the transition story and the movement into the next thing is as good as this. Because I enjoyed every page of those books. Mm -hmm. um, so there we go. So I got, I, got, I, got a I got a copy off of each of you there. That's crazy. <laughs> All right. Rotor, it's time. Five golden rings, four we, calling birds. Numero uno. Wait, question for you. Yeah. Are we doing the sidebar stuff? Because I, it almost feels like we should end on the number one number Let's one. Let's do the honorable the... mentions. You're right. Yeah, Let's do some honorable right? mentions. What do you guys got? I've got it three could be of them. Anything. I'm just going to go bing, bang, boom. Okay. And my three are... The new 40K Orcs release, I thought that was really cool. I, I love those things, and I almost bought them. Hot. I, my number two was Warhammer Plus. Um, even though it's much more 40K stories and whatnot than it is AOS, I still really like to see my hobby grow that way, right? Um, and number one, Kill Team. Best current game uh, I mean, I love AOS, don't get me wrong, but man, is Kill Team an incredible experience. Kill Team got me to buy... Oh, I, I, I primed 12 Harlequins this weekend, too, because <laughs> I, I got to have my Kill Team get ready for February as well. Uh, got to oh, do it. Oh, um, I, I agree. Two of my, I only had two on my, on my special mentions, and you mentioned both of them, but I'll hit that in a second. Chris, what do you got? I have uh, a couple. I have Warhammer Plus on mine also. I just... Yep. Love all that stuff in there. Uh, all the Blood Angels love was just overwhelming for me. It was fantastic. And then the the Orc uh, 40K release I thought mm -hmm. was super good. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. So you got Warhammer really Plus and the Orc release. 
You oh, yeah. had Kill Team Warhammer Plus in the Orc release, and I had mm-hmm. Kill Team and Warhammer Plus. We all had Warhammer Plus. <laughs> Best yeah. sixty bucks I've spent this oh, year. God. I'm not gonna oh, lie, and I'm gonna get an Orc model. Sixty in, bucks. Come on, in this hobby. In that's this hobby, that's great. a box of models, and I have watched yeah. Angels of Death twice, and I'm oh, watching so it, good. and I watched it twice, and now Harrison's home, and I and like he doesn't even, he didn't. What I'm like, just watch a little, and he's now he's watching it. Uh, some of the hammer and Did bolter stuff's cool. The the uh, the battle reports are very entertaining. The the kill team one they did, the Angels of Death kill team battle report they did is so great. Uh, if I have any complaint about the channel, it's kind of the battle reports only because they first of all they look like they're crammed in a corner in that set. They look yeah. like they have nowhere to move, and the one dude cannot roll to save his life, and he is just <laughs> so cool about it because they're being filmed all ones again and I'm like (laughs) somebody at some point is going to be throwing dice and cussing and I get that he can't but it's just like oh dude like oh but I'm going to tell you I even watch and I've watched him more than once just the like the kill team that little two minute you know the just the intro to kill team is fun how you play it lore master is fantastic Mm -hmm. Um, Warmaster is great to throw on when you're painting. Oh yeah, sure. And uh, get a I, download on Mortarian or whatever. Yeah, yeah and I cool. even flipped over and went to the other part where it's just the books, and they've got like white dwarfs from like not like like about eleven months ago is the most recent yeah. I think. But then it goes back for a couple years, and they have all the Warhammer visions, which okay. Oh, those were fun. That was. I remember that just, magazine pictures of beautifully painted yeah. models in good sets. I opened up a couple. I was like, I was looking at, uh, I forget God, which I forgot one. about Warhammer Visions. Warhammer Visions is in there. pure pornography, man. It's exactly <laughs> what it was. There was no rules, no anything. They would have one little blurb next to a picture, and it was repeated like five times in different languages because they're like, we're not even reprinting this in different languages. We're just going to put the same blurb right. in all of it and send it out. And right. they're like 180 pages of quality photographs. And that was I had that on my iPad, and you could like zoom in on the iPad, and it was super high, high def. That's on there yeah. too. Warhammer Plus is crazy good for the value. There's one there's one quibble I've heard about Warhammer Plus and it's the UI. Terrible. That's not that's not great. It's it's the it's the way that Games Workshop is presenting like their flagship like stuff, like their videos, their movies, right? Is just not accessible to a huge audience. That's a weird one because like not to go all the way back to the start of this episode and fill in, but um, I one of the things I'm watching is Arcane on exactly. Uh, That's exactly my point. That was exactly my yeah, point. Yeah, which is yep. League of Legends. I don't play yep. League of Legends. I don't even know what it is, but Arcane is a good show, right. and I like watching it. I'm interested. Yep. And it's unfortunate that, and maybe maybe they will loan out that content after um, they yeah. do first run on. On plus, I don't know, but yeah, yeah I would, you would love bring in to see people. Angels of Death show up on like, like why is it Angels of Death on Netflix? Like, come on, right? Especially when you've got a guy like Henry Cavill talking about Warhammer. What a synergistic opportunity, you right. know? My yeah, that's the only that's the only quibble that I can I, I can see with it. season one not... available now. Uh, yeah, Warhammer. Yeah, yeah I, I would. Yeah, I think tons of people would watch that. 
mm-hmm. because that thing is brilliant. The only thing is I know Harrison was like, I can see all their teeth all the time. Their mouths don't close properly. I'm like, you get used to it. Shut up. Watch it. <laughs> because what's her name? The captain of that ship? I think I'm in love. Uh, with, yeah, with, cool. with She is so badass. She is, and yeah. I try not to use that word on the air because I know there's kids listening. She is Christmas. hard. She is hardcore. Like, I love watching that. She is fantastic. Um, it's cool to see how ugly the future is with all the the people who are piloting the ship with all of yeah, their headphones are, like, up. sewn into their skulls and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. oof. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, a, that's a still an ugly future, but it's really just a cool Warhammer Plus. And Kill Team is, is the only other thing I'm really playing right now that's not uh, – yeah. And that's the one thing, because Chris, you plays 40K, so if we can ever get together and play, because he's got some some high-risk family members, so it's hard to get together to hang out, uh, even though we've been vaccinated, because there's that concern. Um, I've yet to play Kill Team, so I want to try it. Oh, dude. The only thing that confuses me is uh, 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 Obscured and In Cover, because uh, to me it, it seems counterintuitive. But other than that, every single thing about Kill Team, I adore. That game hits on every cylinder. There are no errors, no mistakes. And the one mistake was the was it the uh, the Super Astartes? What are those guys? The Emperor's Chosen, whatever the hell they're called. Custo- the Custodes. Yeah, the Custodes. And they and they dialed them back because they're they were broken. Yeah. And they dialed them back right away. Like yeah, broken. They're fixed now. All right. Yep. Yep. So those were the honorable. Ent- I think it's great that we all had one in common, and then we overlap. Rotor, <laughs> you know, you had you you nailed us all. All th- you got us both. Yeah, uh, no, I, I I write the list, guys. This is why I show up every year. <laughs> okay, our number one pick. My this number is one. The partridge in the pear tree. This is the perfect gift under mm-hmm. the tree. Mm-hmm. This Fuck is the red the rider BB gun. It's all of it. Yeah, this is Buddy the Elf putting the star atop the thing. (laughs) Here's the the deal. Stormcast Dragons. (laughs) I'm talking about... I'm talking about Krondus. I'm talking about Kazari. Kazari. I'm talking about the Stormdrake Guard. I'm talking about the Knights Dracothis. And I'm talking about the Fulminators and all those other Dracothian guard yeah. as battle line for my Hammers of Sigmar army. Pre- preach it, brother. Finally, finally, the dragons have landed in Warhammer Age of Sigmar, and I could not be happier. I lucked out. I play Golden Boys. I And the reason... The reason that I play Golden Boys is because I always play dumb stuff like Lizardmen, and they never got support. Or I'd play Tau, and I'd be frustrated. So I said, I'm going to play the the Poster Boys, and I'm going to do the Poster Boy paint job because I bet that army will reap the benefits for years to come. And look at me now, baby, rolling deep with some Stormcast Dragons. Top of the world. Hammers of Sigmar is also my mm-hmm. number one, baby. Hammers yeah. of Sigmar is your Free number it. one. Hammers of Sigmar. I, that's the army I started Age of Sigmar with. Uh, Stormcast, no. Hammers I, of Sigmar. I did too, Could although that's happier. not my number one. The boys are back. Yeah. Hammers of Sigmar Riding was my first AOS army, and I painted them Hammers of Sigmar colors too. I like the poster boys. Yeah. I, I love them. Um, 
I think they're great. And I and I I'm I am a little jealous that after I played with them for first edition and then I started doing second edition and then there was just so much stuff and I'm like, you know, I want to try something else. And I sold my army and I sold it to I sold it to a friend of mine who basically told me if I ever wanted to buy it back at the same price I sold it to him for, I totally could. And I'm not gonna. Like I'm just I I'm I'm trying other things now, but man, I want a dragon army. <laughs> <laughs> I, really, uh, I get it. It's so cool. And I thought that the dragon, the real dragon stuff was going to come with Tyrion and that it would pair up nicely with Teclis. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But no, it's still, Dra- it Dracothian. Still might. Dracothian dropped. Uh, and um, that's. I don't care. And I know people were making fun of their faces. I like that they have a more human expression on their faces. These are intelligent, hyper intelligent almost immortal creatures and i uh, i can't i can't agree with you more they're gorgeous every one of those models yeah correct my number one however is <laughs> is also third edition age of sigmar new coming in the box stuff i'm going cruel boys mm. Yeah, Cruel Boys is my number one. I love these models. I love the concept. They don't look like soccer hooligans. They look like apish, short leg. I mean, all the orcs have kind of short legs and long arms, but these guys, because they're thinner, it just like this is a different breed. We lived in the swamp. We live on. I love the story. I love how you know you've got your iron jaws are mork and or whatever, and then the the. They're, and then the other guys, the the savage are, are are the other one, and these guys are this new thing, a mix in the middle. I love how they're in the middle. I love how they love to cheat, and anyone who doesn't take advantage and cheat is stupid. I just yeah. I love everything about the lore. I like the mo- I, every bit about. I mean, I have this army now. I've never. I, I broke my own rules. Not granted, Games Workshop sent me a bunch. I already had over half an army just from the stuff they sent me. But I broke my own one-month rule, and I ran out and bought all the other characters and all the other big models. Um, mm-hmm. And I love it. I am so ecstatic for the Cruel Boys. Um, in fact... I say it's a brand-new concept for orcs that Games Workshop just released on everyone. Just, boop, here they are. Yeah. It's like... Wow, and and they fit into that they fit into that book Oryx. really yep. nicely. Um, I was gonna say I almost I almost put on the other list that we were doing the actual book as a as an dishonorable mention because none of the other two guys got any love or any new models, and you still can't really it's 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 easier not to play big wah in my opinion. It's easier just to stay with your chosen army because the benefits for that are so good yeah but cruel boys rock and i'll take them i'll bring them in fact uh in february are we're gonna be playing right rotor i'm assuming you're bringing your uh your golden boys Mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. i'm i'm bringing the cruel boys so we're gonna have at it just like on the cover of the big box baby <laughs> there it is and that's everything that's our Honorable mentions, that's our concerns, and that's, I think it's wonderful how we all had some matches between each other, the between the honorable mentions, your guys' number ones, my number three with Rotor, my number two with 
Chris, and I like the interesting stuff that came up on the other list. This was so a we fun had some dissenting opinions on Soul Blight Graveyard. Well, yeah, fun. you were wrong on that, but that's okay because we we both <laughs> came in and fixed that issue. We made it clear. Um, I didn't, uh, you know, uh, we caught we. <laughs> I I got the text from Rotor. Did you just spoil Spider Man? You need to edit that now. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, twenty twenty one. You know what's frightening though is when you realize that twenty twenty two is pronounced twenty twenty two. Because I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, like a real bad sequel. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so oh, we don't I... want any of that. Uh, but guys, thank you both, uh, Rotor. Absolutely, it yeah. is always a pleasure. And um, I'm sorry that I couldn't get that second signal set up so I could make your sound a little clearer. I know you're, you don't sound that bad. I know you're going to listen. And be like, I sound tinny. I'm so mad. I don't ever want to come on again. You sound fine. Don't worry about it. I'm oh, preempt- don't worry. I'm preemptively telling you to quit I complaining. I don't listen to your show anymore, bud. It'll be great. Oh, you don't listen. <laughs> That's good. That's good to know. I appreciate that. Uh, Wow. You're still not giving the new co-host a chance, huh? You're still just sticking with the gripe. I'm ruthless. Why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to me? um, But no, seriously, thank you for coming on. And I'm certain that uh, I'd be willing to bet money that uh, 2022, this time next year, It'll be another call. In fact, I just looked on the I looked on the Skype thing, and when I went to call you, the last call was almost a year ago to the day. Oh my gosh! Yep. Because this yep. is what you do. This is the episode. So, uh, folks, right. I guys, I'm excited. I am so hyped for what's coming next year. Like yeah. all the well, little hopefully. hints and things. I'll hopefully tell you what I'm really hyped on. for. I've got my book. I've got my brand new army, basically from the ground up. And now I've got all of third edition in front of me. So, like, I get to actually play instead of waiting for my army to come out. Like, I'm ready to party, you know? So, oh, it's going to be great yeah. here, man. I think we all do, actually. We all have something yeah, we that do. we're really... With you doing Cruel Boys and both Chris and I doing uh, Stormcast. Yeah, totally. For sure. Yeah, I'm super hyped. So, folks, happy 2021. We will see you again in 2022 but before we go i do need to thank our sponsors of course chaosorg superstore and chaosorg superstore yeah and of course gotta thank six squared studios and grognards and our patreon patrons associate producer christopher sanders big jake jake c Executive producers Colin Miller, Tyler McDonald, Scott Milne, and our newest patron, Lore. Thank you so much for being part of the almost 1% that make this show and everything we do on it possible. Guys, that's 2021. We did it. Final thoughts? Anyone want to say anything that's not offensive or a Spider-Man spoiler? Because I already... <laughs> I mean, Chris was Chris is Chris is worrying about the M word, and I'm naming I'm name dropping the wrong things. Wow! Don't do it again. You are leaning into it. It's like you can't help yourself. I'm leaning so heavy. I just want to I want to make people nervous. I want to have them cringing right here at the end. Don't say it. Don't say it. I think it'd be nice to see people at Adapticon. That would be fun. We are all going, right? We are all going. Yeah. We are all going. Uh, Rumor has it we are all playing. (gasps) Yes. Yeah. 
four man. I've never done a four man team tournament. This, this is exciting. I, I don't. I haven't either. It's going to be bonkers. Not as bonkers as when Venom ate Spider Man at the end of that movie, but pretty bonkers, right? <laughs> <laughs> See, but now you, that's a, that's a, but that's such an obvious not truth. That did you do an, an a nega oh. spoiler? Is that a nega spoiler? Uh, I, well, I'm not touching words like that, but I don't know. Like Nega Scott from Scott Pilgrim. We not, do we not? I've watched that movie at least 20, 30 times as well. So is that upsetting you? Okay, zero, zero times. Scott zero Pilgrim. times. Zero <laughs> uh, times. Uh, on that note, folks, only the until next time, only the faithful will be triumphant. Only the faithful will stand when all others fall, and only the faithful know no despair except in failure. Four, two, four.